This Tuesday's NBA betting picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app now or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by the Super Bowl 58 Props Contest. Don't forget to enter. Super Bowl Props Contest is a chance to win $1,000. Enter today for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, February the 6th, currently 11-10 on the East Coast. Here to get into our NBA betting picks for the Tuesday night card in the association. And joining me here on this Tuesday episode, you guys know him as a superstar of the show. It's the villain himself, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, what's going on, my man? How are you doing this Tuesday morning? Nothing much, man. Uh, it's been it's been a long weekend. It's been a long weekend here on Tuesday. Normally on Monday, had some technical difficulties, couldn't make it here back on Tuesday. And over the course of the weekend, uh, we had one Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, who came out and said, oh, I was backpedaling this weekend, guys. I was backpedaling. I didn't like how I was backing up. Talking about the altercation he had in the game. Um, who was? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it? I, I what was it? Watching it? the Spurs game? What, was it the Spurs game? Oh, my God. Who did they just play? It was just somebody. And Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell tweeted out. And he was like, I don't like how I'm backpedaling. How I'm backing yeah. up in this in this video. I should have I should have stood on business a little bit more. Shout out to Donovan Mitchell. He knew. He knew I was coming for him. And that was it was. the Yeah, it was the uh, Zach Collins, right? Yeah, it was Zach Collins. It was Zach Collins. And he was like, hey, I ain't like how I backed up. Yep, that's how he at least he watches film. That's all I got to say. At least he <laughs> watches film and he sees where he went wrong on film. Some people will watch the film and not understand where they went wrong. Donovan said, you know what? I was the aggressor. I backed up. I didn't like that. It looked weird. And so for that, I apologize. And you know what? Shout out to Donovan for being man enough to, sh- to say for the people I was backing up there. I, I was backing up. I didn't want no smoke with Jack- Zach Collins in that moment. So shout out to you, Donovan Mitchell. We're not going to put him on the team on dudes uh, who ain't trying to fight for real, for real. So, um, hey, man, he, he, he at least acknowledged it. He acknowledged, he acknowledged yeah, exactly. it on his own. <laughs> Um, last night, our we're gonna recap our picks from yesterday uh, on the pod. We had a pretty good day between myself and Scott. Oh, Scott stepped in for you yesterday. Scott swept his picks. Uh, I ended up losing my lock, but I did cash my dog. I gave out uh, Trey Young and Harden to record ten assists each. Uh, that one got to the window um, around plus two forty ish. Scott had locked up Evan Mobley uh, prop. I think it was points and rebounds to go over, and then he had Valanciunas twelve plus rebounds last night against the Toronto Raptors and got to the window as well. So pretty good start uh, to the week for the uh, show. Hopefully we can keep that rolling uh, all of this week. Uh, anything else that stood out to you maybe from the Monday card yesterday that uh, you want to get off your chest? 
Oh, man. I mean, the Utah Jazz. You need to get that slogan trademarked. I mean, they're, they're really good. So we had that over the course of the weekend. We talked about what happened yesterday. And the Kings absolutely dominated. Well, got dominated by the Cavs. Completely got yeah. dominated by the Cavs. I was on Cavs minus five. It was a really bad spot for the... You know that was the seventh road trip for the Kings? Yeah, I mentioned that on the on the pod yesterday. It was their seventh trade road game. Yeah, that was that was a pretty pretty bad spot for the Kings. Just that amount of road games. It, it just felt like the Cavaliers were going to dominate that game. So I was on the Cavs, and I thought the Cavs would get it done. And then I had that Clippers and Hawks over, and that was able to cash for me. You didn't even didn't even sweat that to me. Yeah, I was 149 be. points by the Clippers in the first quarter, and then you had the Hawks still put up 144. I mean, I don't even know what we're talking about here with this Clippers defense, but they're still allowing 144 points, relatively easy. So. Uh, shout out! Shout out to the Clippers and the Hawks, and shout out to the into the Cavs. That was that was my money for yesterday. Yeah, pretty good day. Uh, I, I, I should have. I, I was going between the Lakers team total over yesterday and the over in the Dallas and the Philly game, and uh, I picked wrong when I gave out the Mavs and the Sixers to go over. But um, Sixers, they just had a really really bad shooting night through three uh-huh. quarters. But hey, we flipped the page here. Uh, hopefully, we can do find some more winners. For the Tuesday cards, things are what seven game schedule here tonight in the association on a Tuesday night here, Terrell. So let's just dive right into it, my man. Let's get into the first game here uh, on the schedule. We got my Houston Rockets. They are in Indiana to take on the Pacers in this game. Uh, completely forgot to put the uh, spread for this game, but the Pacers are a seven and a half point favorite right now as it stands with a total of uh, two forty two and a half in this game. Uh, looking at the injury report for this game for the Houston Rockets, uh, let's see here. So obviously Steven Adams, the trade pending is already done for the season. So no Tari Eason. Fred Van Vliet is going to be out for this game as well for the Rockets. Uh, he has a left abductor strain. For the Indiana mm-hmm. Pacers, a lot of questions or three questionable tags here. Or I should say two. Tyrese Halliburton is questionable today. And then uh, Jalen Smith is also questionable. And then everybody else is on a two-way deal with the G League. So Hallie and Jalen Smith questionable for the Pacers here, Terrell. So let's start with the side here. Minus seven and a half in favor of the home team. The Pacers hosting the Houston Rockets. What are you thinking? Huh. I mean, <clears throat> so we know, we clearly know my issue here with this game. My issue here with this game is the fact that Houston is one side. So I automatically have crossed one side out of what I'm interested in betting. Because I'm not betting this Houston team right now. I'm actually completely over them. And just that where they're at in this point in the season, especially pre-All-Star break, that kind of seems like a part of Ime Adoka where his teams just don't all the way gel pre-All-Star break. So uh, absolutely destroyed by that Minnesota Timberwolves team, as you talked about last time out, seven-and-a-half-point dogs didn't even come close hovering in that one. Whereas... Last time out, this Indiana team got the, you know, the layup in the Charlotte Hornets. He ain't got a, you know, you see the Charlotte Hornets come to town, and you know, you know what? Just send a jeweler down to the hotel, and they're distracted. They're completely distracted. Did you see the video? Did you see the video of the Charlotte Hornets team hitting their I jeweler did not. up? I yeah, did so, not. 
So there's a video of Braun talking about how, yeah, young guys be all misconstrued. They be talking about the money, the materialistic things, the the jewelry, all that. It's not really important. What's important is winning basketball games. And then somebody quotes that tweet with a video, and it's literally a jeweler hype video of Charlotte Hornets. And he's basically showing them all this jewelry in the hotel room. Nothing about basketball is being talked about <laughs> at all. And it's, it's just the Charlotte Hornets looking at jewelry. And it's like, oh, man, if that was ever a video to explain how this team is right now, that's really what it is. They just love the, spot, the spotlight, but they're not actually trying to win games. And so they got an easy dub against that Charlotte Hornets team. And I think this is something relatively similar, especially if Halley is able to play in this one. I know he's on a minutes restriction, but I really, really, really have concerns about the Houston defense in this game and what they're going to be able to do. Gave up 135 to, to – oh, well, they scored. I'm sorry. They scored 135 against uh, Toronto, scored 135 against the Lakers, and then didn't score 99 – couldn't score 99 against – well, 100. Couldn't score 100 against New Orleans. Couldn't score 100 against Minnesota. Barely got to 100 against Brooklyn. It seems like it, when they play any decent quality defense, they're kind of struggling in scoring. But they've been able to score on the Lakers. They scored on the Raptors. So – I'm not taking Houston. I'm not taking Houston. Okay. I don't know if Indiana's defense is good enough for me to win by margin. And so I really, really don't want to be on Indiana and lay this amount of points with a team that I just don't know if they're that good defensively to win by margin. But I know I don't want Houston. So I feel like the over is the only thing that I could feel like I could feel myself close to betting in this game. And that's just saying that. Indiana's defense is pretty bad. Houston's been able to put up points against subpar defenses. Yeah. Whereas, I, I I don't know. I just can't trust Indiana to lay this big of a number, knowing defensively they fold like relatively easily. Yeah, I, I, I kind of share the same sentiments as you. I really couldn't bring myself to a side because you talk about with the Rockets. They haven't been very good on the road, right? We talked about this all season long on the pod so far that they're five and seventeen straight up, eight thirteen and one against a spread in those road games. Uh, meanwhile, the Pacers, as a home favorite this season, they are nine and six straight up, but just seven seven and one against a spread, ten and five towards the over. And if you take a look at the Rockets, they have and they've only covered what I think two games in their last ten road games thus far, um, or at least up to this point. So. I think I was more interested in player props in this game here. We'll get to that here in a second. But, yeah, I think for me, I, I, I agree with you about the over in this game as well. I think we'll definitely see some pace in this game, especially if Halliburton does play in this game. But it's also a question if Halley does end up playing in this game and for how many minutes he does end up playing because he's still kind of on that minutes restriction uh, for the Indiana Pacers. So um, I lean towards the over. Just couldn't bring myself to a side either here. Any player props you're looking at here in this uh, game, Terrell? Uh, if I lean over, I guess I need to just start taking some points props here. And Pascal Siakam over 20 and a half, 21 and a half, I'm sorry, over 21 and a half. Feels decent with the fact that I just don't expect any much rim protection from the interior. Alfred Shangun over 22 and a half. Uh, seems pretty chalk, but that again, I don't think that there's any protection. You look at both of these two teams, they're struggling guarding inside the paint over the past five games. And I think that that's an area that both of these two teams could attack today. Probably be on the assist tip heavy. And 
uh, get down on Halliburton is at six and a half assists. And I get it. But for how I expect the pace, what's the what's the Rockets pace in this game? How I expect the pace to go and how I expect the scoring to go in the short minutes that Halliburton is in the game. I think this is a game you can bet Halliburton. Rockets are number two in pace for the last five games. Yeah, so both of these two teams are are going to fly in pace. Indiana's 10 over the past five games. They're both going to try to run up and down. I expect to see really bad defenses, a lot quicker tempo, a lot of shots getting up. Even in the short 22 minutes that Halliburton is going to be in the game, I expect to see a lot of shots up, and I think that he'll have an impact on that. So I can actually play a Halliburton prop day just because I think that Houston's defense is going to crack down. Uh, you mentioned uh, Shane Goon in this game. I do like his um, points to go over if you want to take his rebounds uh, in this game here as well. These two teams did match up in Houston back in December. Pacers did with that game 123-117. Uh, Shane Goon in that game had 30 points, 15 rebounds for the Rockets. Um, I'm curious to see who will be that six or the guy that starts in place of Brett Van Vliet tonight for the Rockets. Um, okay. But... I think this could be a big Shangoon game here tonight for the Rockets. Jalen Green was on a stretch of having some or playing some great basketball and scoring the basketball, but he's kind of fell off over the last two games. 0 of 9 from three-point land, just 10 of 29 in the last two games to combine 22 points over the last two games as well. So um, maybe he bounces back here tonight, but I do like Shangoon in this game big time. Um, anything else for this game here, bro? No, I'm good. All right, before we get over uh, to the next game on the uh, schedule, let me tell everyone about our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, call visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 877- Eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Twenty one plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And we're also brought to you by our good friends over on Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. Terrell and I, we're going to put together our Underdog Fantasy entry for the Tuesday night card so you can watch along, make your own picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign in with promo code NBASGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy, but make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN. 
All right, Terrell, let's get over to the next game on the schedule here tonight. We got the Memphis Grizzlies. They are headed to New York City to Madison Square Garden to take on the Knicks in this game. Uh, currently, as it stands, the Knicks are a 14.5-point home favorite here with a total of 213. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams here, let's start with the Memphis Grizzlies because it is it's a doozy, I'll say that much. So guys that are out, Zaire Williams, Marcus Smart, John Morant, uh, Jake LaRivia, Brandon Clark, Desmond Bain. Um, guys that are doubtful, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Xavier Tillman. Guys that are questionable, Vince Williams Jr. and John Conchar and Santi Aldama. I should probably just go see who the projected starting lineup is for the Memphis Grizzlies. That might just make it easier. But for the New York Knicks, uh, two guys that are going to be out for this game, OG Ananobi, he continues to deal with the right elbow inflammation. And then Quentin Grimes is also out for this game for the New York Knicks uh, with a night, uh, right knee sprain. To let's start with the side here, minus 14 and a half as it currently stands for the New York Knicks, Knicks hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, so now it's starting to really fall apart for the Memphis Grizzlies here where the injuries are just starting to be too much. And it was cool when we were just missing our starters and we had second and third stringers playing and we was able to handle that and make it through that. Then we started losing those second and third stringers. Now we got third and fourth stringers. We got G League people. Scottie Pippen Jr. is coming up from the G League and playing. You got, uh, I don't even know who the center is. I've never even seen his name before. There's a center that was playing the other night and I had never seen his name before. So much so that I can't even tell you his name right now. I really had to look that up. You said what? Trey Jameson, I think is his name. Is this Antoine? Is Oh, no, it's not even spelt like Antoine Jameson. That's what it was. Because I heard yeah. Jameson, and I'm like, oh, is this like Ken Antoine Jameson? Like, this might be somebody I, did, I didn't even realize. No, it's not him. He spells it different. So it's some random guy from UAB <laughs> that I don't even know. And I have to go, and I have to try to pr- pry Kobe from his wife and his you know, I don't know if Kobe had the baby or not. He might have had the baby. I don't know if they've had the baby, but the baby might be on the way. Either way, Kobe and his child. I'd have to pull Kobe from his child to ask him, who is Trey Jameson? Because I have no idea who this guy is. And he's playing meaningful minutes in a basketball game in February for an NBA team. So, unfortunately, I think it's all falling off for the for the Memphis Grizzlies. And at this point, we just need to go ahead and wait for them to get some of their second and third stringers back where this team's actually a dog instead of just a land of opportunity for a bunch of guys who want to go out there and put an NBA jersey on before they tend to a life of grocery bagging after that. So, you know what? <laughs> I'm all over the New York Knicks here. I'm not even going to think about it. I know it's a large number, but somehow, some way, this team let a Boston Celtics team cover 20 that couldn't even cover 15 and a half at home against the Lakers and lost outright. So, I don't want to better on that Memphis team right now give me the Knicks 14 and a half easy yeah Knicks uh I think they should roll here uh as well I'm not gonna you know repeat everything that uh Terrell just put eloquently I can't uh, follow that up but uh yeah I'm with the Knicks here as well um and they're also that like you mentioned they're coming off that uh game against the Lakers where they uh lost on Saturday night so I like them to bounce back here just take care of business against a Grizzlies team that again has third fourth string G League guys out there so Next for both of us here, uh, total, the way that I was looking at here, uh, Terrell, is probably a Grizzlies team total under just because how great uh-huh. the Knicks defense has been. I know OGN and Obi's not playing, but they still have dogs on this uh, Knicks side that play defense. Guys like DiVincenzo, Josh Hart, 
Um, you know, guys coming off of the bench. Jalen Brunson, we can play some defense as well. So Isaiah Hartenstein, you know, uh, controlling the paint for them as well. Precious Achua is a great rebounding asset for this team as well. So that's the way I was looking at a total in this game. Do you have any thoughts on the total? Uh, yeah, Matt, I want to play a quick game. And what, let's talk about that'll tell you where I feel about this total. Here are the starters for Memphis last game. Jacob Gilliard. Mm-hmm. Do you know what school he went to? I couldn't even guess. See, I, I wouldn't expect you to know because you're over there in Houston. Richmond, A10 basketball. Shout out to the A10, Richmond. I knew that, but that's just because I'm a VA guy. That If I wasn't from VA, I wouldn't have known that. So, not going to. Luke Kennard, we know. Okay, yeah. not going to you. Right, we talked about we didn't know who Jameson was. Yeah. Do you know where David Roddy went to school? Oh, uh, this is like right at the tip of my tongue because I, I do know, I know him. it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that remember David Roddy, but they don't remember. They remember David Roddy. Colorado. Yeah. Or the Colorado State. State. Yeah. Yep. Colorado State. Yeah. Great, great basketball player, Colorado State. Gigi Jackson. I feel like you should know Gigi. You should know Gigi. Uh, Gigi Jackson. See, this one rings a bell as well, but I right now I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. All right. Tosan Eve. <laughs> I don't want to mess his name up. But I actually do kind of remember this guy. No, I don't. Yes, I do. I feel, is, is this who I think it was that played for Princeton? Now I got to go name? back and look. Tosan Ivu Oh, no. So this is a guy uh, that uh, we were talking about this in our baseball chat. And Mal was like, there's a Newcastle player where Malcolm lives, uh, co-host of the Premier League podcast, and he was like, there's a NBA or a guy from his part of town there that's going to be on an from NBA where roster. where Malcolm is from? Yes, Newcastle upon time. Look it up. Or look oh at the players. Oh, my name. gosh. He's from where Malcolm's from. So do, we expect, do we expect <laughs> this team to score points today? Uh, God, I, I couldn't. This is so funny. No. Do we expect this team to score points today? Like, really? Like, seriously, if this is the roster that they're rolling out against the Knicks, do we really expect them to score? Like, really? No. No. Not at all. Uh, team total under. That might be a lock for the day. It's at 98 and a half for this game. Uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies, 98 and a half is a team total. Um, 98 and a half? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. This so they scored crazy. only... I, I mean, if they only scored 91 against Boston, that just kind of tells you. Bro, they're not getting to 100. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like this is going to be. They're getting their first taste of NBA action, like now. This is going to be like one ten to like ninety two. How many like threes did you steal your shoot today? Probably, probably somewhere around seven to ten. Let's see what he probably shoots around seven to ten threes. He had what? He had seven and nine. Yeah, he's going to shoot like seven to ten threes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, player props. Have anything you're looking at here, uh, Terrell? Ah, oh man, I can't believe he's from where Malcolm's from, and that Malcolm was on this tip before we were. It's kind of it's kind of frustrating me. Player props here. I mean, if you want to take your stab at a single over on the Memphis side, you can do it. I'm just gonna go ahead and fade all that. Give me Heartstein. 
Rebounds? Where's yeah, he should really he should really dominate the boards today. Eleven and a half. Yeah. What what resistance does he have on the boards? Uh, I think the only competition, I guess he can say, would be Josh Hart. Um, because Josh Hart has been rebounding the basketball extremely well. Um, Josh Hart rebounds is at nine and a half. That's insane. Yeah, he's had four straight games of double-digit rebounds. And I was gonna mention Josh Hart rebounds and assist 13 and a half. He's cashed that in four straight games. Okay. Um, but again, I like it, but again, it's it's concerning that this could turn into a blowout, and then you have all the yep. starters sitting. Yep, that's the I would. Caveat. Yeah, that's really that's really the only the only negative because I think Did this you... is a blowout. Did you see the rebounding numbers for the Knicks <laughs> against the Pacers? They had three different starters uh, that had to, at least 12 rebounds. Josh Hart had 12, Precious Achua had 16, and Isaiah Hardenstadt had 19 <laughs> against the Pacers. Um, but that's yeah. what this game score is about to look like against the Grizzlies. Like I just, And you know what? You know what? I need to pick a top point score on the Grizzlies because it would just be – is it GG? Is it GG? It, somebody's going to go crazy in Madison Square Garden today, and it's going to be completely random. It might be GG. I was going to say Vince Williams Jr. plays, but I don't think that's random. I think people are starting to catch on on who he is. Yeah, no, no. It's either because I don't. I think GG's had some big moments already, but I don't think people are out there just betting GG. Maybe it is Jacob Gilliard and the fact that he's going to shoot twenty three. So you know, you might get five of them to go in. <laughs> like, uh, all right. Anything else for this game, throw? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, oh yeah, David Roddy. I like David Roddy though. David Roddy was a good player at Colorado State. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. Before we get over to the next game on the schedule, let me tell everyone about the Super Bowl Fifty Eight contest. Props contest is happening over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's a thousand dollars winner takes all. It's free to enter. Pick 58 props for Super Bowl 58. All you got to do to enter is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or go to the link in the SGPN app. And we're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. And a ton of fun of uh, social features that give it a feel of a betting social network. Look, Cut even offers lower big, and you can also create your own bets as well. You don't have to pay the book that big. You create your own bets over on Cut, and you could play uh, against your friends, like I mentioned. And Cut even handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down to get the money that you did win over on Cut. They have some great social features, like I mentioned, group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and much more. And plus, they also have a reward system. You get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. It's almost like using a credit card to get those cash back. You can use um, you know, cash back, like you mentioned, uh, over, over on Cut. Cut also allows you to list any kind of bet. So this is perfect for those Super Bowl parties you guys are going to have this weekend. You can create your own prop bets, but also they have to be verifiable incomes uh, or verifiable outcomes uh, before you make that income over on um, Cut. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states, like I mentioned. So head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. But make sure you use that promo code SGP and you'll get a uh, deposit bonus of 10% by using that promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. 
Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Their app is so easy to use, and it's a lot of fun to use as well. They have great flash deals, like I mentioned. They all do have last-minute tickets available, and it's easy to find and buy tickets for every type of event in your area. The best thing that I love about their app is you actually get images of your seat view before you actually buy the ticket, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive at that specific venue. Um, you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go, and the tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email or wait for them in the mailbox. They're sent directly to your phone. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less at any other venue, they're going to create 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their price. So all you got to do is download the game time app, create an account, use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Again, terms apply. Create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Terrell, let's keep it rolling here. My man, next game on the schedule here, we're going to go over to the state of Florida. Two Florida teams. We got Orlando Magic. They are in South Beach to take on the Miami Heat. Miami Heat are currently uh, laying two and a half points here against the Orlando Magic with a total of 212 in this game. Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, start here with the Orlando Magic. Um, pretty clean injury report. Uh, everybody is a go in this game for the Orlando Magic. For the Miami Heat, uh, Tyler Hero is probable for this game. He's been dealing with the uh, migraine and headaches. And also, Duncan Robinson is questionable for this game. He is in concussion protocol for the Miami Heat. So, probable for Hero, questionable for Duncan Robinson. Heat laying two and a half points here, Terrell, against Orlando. What do you think about this game? There we go there. There we go. All right. So first things first here, when I'm looking at these two teams, I'm looking at the under at very, very first glance and the fact that the Miami Heat can't score and Orlando doesn't look to score. They're not looking to go out here and run the score up on teams and blow teams out every single night. They both run relatively slow pace. Miami significantly slower, and I think that they'll – dominate the terms of pace here but you look at what these two defenses are doing these are two of the top five defenses over the past three games and really over the course of the entire season orlando second in, in opponents points per game past three 101 points per game miami is third at 103.7 points per game you look at miami inept to score 106.7 points per game in the past three Orlando's at 109. They're they're both really, really struggling to get to 100 points here. I think that this is going to be a physical, more defensive game where the Orlando Magic are showing that, hey, defense travels were able to play on the road. And you have a Miami Heat team who is in a favored spot, and that never really does well for them. So uh, I think that Miami Heat are going to struggle to score today. And so clearly, clearly, I'm taking the Orlando as a dog. Fate in Miami at home as a favorite. That's of under 50%, 44% trend right there. I'm not fading that. So Orlando plus three, but the under 212 and a half. That is probably my favorite play here. Yeah, I can't believe this is already the fourth matchup between these two teams this season. Um, the under is two and one in those games, but then with an average score of combined, I should say, of only 202 points being scored. One game did go over. That was back in December uh, where they put up 221 points um, in Orlando. But after that, 
99 to 96 uh, in uh, January. About 10 days later, they played again uh, in Orlando, 105-87. So, you know, like Terrell mentioned, these head-to-head meetings between these two teams uh, tend to be slower paced, lower scoring games, and that's why the total right now is sitting at 212. So, 100% agree on the over there. Um, and you, you mentioned right the the rule. If Miami Heat are favored, you look the other way. But I do like Orlando in the first half here as well. Um, I do like them in the full game here as well. Miami's just, you know, it's, it's typical Miami. You know, they try to get through the season and they get into the playoffs some way somehow, and then they kind of flip the switch there. But, um, yeah, not not the most exciting game here, but I agree with you about the under in this game here as well. Player props, what are you looking at, if anything? Okay. <clears throat> Let's see here. I saw somebody in the chat talking about Suggs over one and a half steals. I like that play. So that's been a pretty good play to back all year. Yeah, 100%. You can get, get plus money at sometimes, too. So, shout out Jalen Suggs. Uh, I think I've sworn off of Window Carter Jr. So, I don't like either of the bigs in this matchup. I played him the other day, and I thought it was a a, a, a shoe in matchup for him. And he just he didn't do anything. It was really depressing. All right, I expect a defensive game. I'm probably gonna. I don't really have anything. I don't have anything. I thought yeah. I did. I, I thought I did, but I really don't. I mean, I I could always go for a hotcase points prop. Like, that's always a go. But really, that Suggs steal prop is probably the best thing that I'm seeing on the board for this game that I'm interested in, at least right now, because I think that the, I don't think that it's going to be much scoring. And I really don't think, I mean, the rebounds are probably around there. I could be tempted by maybe a Ben Carroll rebounds or a Franz Wagner over four and a half rebounds, just because I think that they're going to really try to take Bam out of bio outside of the game. Let me see how Wagner's done in the matchups before then. I could sell myself on a Wagner four and a half rebounds. But other than that, I really don't expect to see a, a, a good looking game. Like, I think this is going to be an ugly game. So maybe I need to get down on the turnover props and the steal props in this one rather than looking for more offensive stats because I really think this is going to be an ugly looking game. Uh, excuse me, an ugly looking game where the defenses uh, show out a little bit more in this one. Hence why I'm on the under 212. Yeah. Um, Jan Suggs, uh, <clears throat> you mentioned it there that he's had at least two steals in five straight games. Um, for the Orlando Magic, um, mm-hmm. just kind of going back and looking at what he's done against Miami this season. So um, he's only recorded one steal in three games, but he's had one block, three blocks, and then one steal. So if you want to, I guess, kind of take the insurance of taking steals and blocks over one and a half, that's at minus 135. But if you want the, just want the plus odds, um, like the chat was talking about, like Terrell mentioned as well, over one and a half steals for Jalen Suggs is sitting at plus 130 uh, in this game. So I, I think that that's the, a good look there as well. Um, yeah, I didn't have any other, I didn't have any props in this game here either for a magic and heat. So we can move on to the next game on the schedule. That's going to be the Dallas Mavericks. They are headed to Brooklyn to take on the nets in this game. <clears throat> The Mavericks are currently sitting as a two and a half point road favorite here with a total of 236 and a half. And looking at the injury report, well, we don't have one yet submitted for either team because both teams did uh, play last night. Um, so they're both on a back to back situation here. 
Dallas got the victory yesterday against the Philadelphia 76ers. And then Brooklyn yesterday, uh, they, who did they play yesterday? Brooklyn was, they were hosting the Golden State Warriors. They took a loss in that game by 11 points. So they do get that extra time to submit those injury reports. Um, But let me see on another site here if I can find anything for this. Well, while you do that, I can tell you right now that Dallas on back-to-backs this season is 5-3 and ATS. You look at the Brooklyn Nets and they are 2-3-1 ATS on the back-to-back this season. Uh, I don't see anything as far as Kyrie or even Luca on uh, any type of news here. So I'm assuming both guys will play. Just want to take a look at how many minutes uh, those guys played last night. Um, so we have Luca played 36, Kyrie played 35. Um, yeah, so not much there. Is this the first game back for Kyrie in Brooklyn? Is it? Wait, is it? No way. Well, they only play once a year, so it actually could be. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, this might, I think this actually is. So does Kyrie get a tribute video? I don't think. I mean, so. I think it's a I think it's a legit question. Does does Kyrie get a tribute video? Did you see the one about KD? <laughs> Somebody's like, should uh, is uh, the Nets going to do a uh, tribute video for Kevin Durant? And Kevin Durant was like, don't waste your time with that. There's no need for a tribute video. No, it's not. But I mean, the fact that it was even a question just I mean, I guess everybody gets tribute videos nowadays. I just didn't know without Kyrie. I mean, if Kyrie was healthy there that season, then they might have won a championship. So I guess that's worthy of a sure. tribute video. Maybe. That was the season where KD's toe was touching the three-point line and then Harden left with an injury and Kyrie was mm-hmm. gone with the injury as well. So, yeah, this is the first time for Kyrie back. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Uh. I kind of want to bet Brooklyn, but I don't want to bet Brooklyn. Do you trust the Mavs on the road? Is the question. I don't. I trust mean, they've the been Mav- pretty good. I don't trust them. I, I I really want to trust the team with the better defense. Brooklyn clearly, like clearly, far away has the better defense here. Yeah, but Mavericks Brooklyn this can't season, score. See, this is this is this is what Mavericks this season has an away favorite nine and two straight up nine and two against the spread. As a road favorite? As a road favorite. Oh, well, that's kind of hard. But they, like you mentioned, like, do we trust their defense? Yeah. I think I, I, just had a bad shooting night last night. And ultimately, that's what I think it is, too. That's why I don't really want to bet this game, to be honest, because I just – I can't trust Brooklyn to score. They're just going to score randomly. I can't trust them to score night in, night out, but – I can't trust Dallas to score. I just their defense is going to give up a hundred something points. Like, look, yeah, okay, the one hundred two last night, and what was effectively a bad shooting night. One twenty nine to the Bucks. One twenty one to Minnesota. I don't really, honestly, I really don't want to go past that Minnesota one. You gave up one twenty one to Minnesota, and I get a bunch of people are out, so I guess I'll give you a little bit of a pass there. But still, one twenty one to Minnesota is kind of crazy. You got the 129 to Orlando in a game that you won but didn't cover, 120 to Sacramento. Like, you're just giving out 120s to everybody. Yeah. And if you give this Brooklyn team 120, they're covering slash winning this game. 
I really don't want to take Brooklyn now. It feels like Brooklyn is the play, but I mean, like you mentioned, can you trust what's going to score? What's going to fold is is Brooklyn going to actually score points, or is Dallas going to find a way to be good defensively two games in a row? There was a game that I'd bet. I think this was last like last last Monday. I think was where they played the Jazz and they went down and scored 147 points. Yeah, I'm taking Brooklyn. I think, yeah. I'm taking Brooklyn. Brooklyn plus two and a half. I don't feel good about that play, but... This is an ugly card today. <laughs> Brooklyn... Uh, I, Brooklyn team total over just sounds disgusting. This is a national TV game as well. It's on TNT. Dallas, oh. all right. If, if Brooklyn, if Brooklyn's gonna win, it's because Dallas let them score. So Brooklyn seems to over, but I don't like it. Yeah, I think it's, that it's. I think I like the over in this game more so. Um, but you look at back to back situations like you were talking about, at least the spread. But Nets on back to backs this season, they're four and two uh, to the over. Mavericks this season on back to back on the total four three and one, but they're getting up the points. I'll say that much. So. I'll take the over in this game again. Don't love it. I think I will be on Kyrie props, though, uh, in this game. But any player props you're looking at, let me see if they have it listed. I mean, as long as Kyrie's not being is is the aggressor, then I think Kyrie is definitely going to get busy tonight. But it's how often has Kyrie been the aggressor when he's been playing with Luka? Not too often. Yeah. Um, let's I say, see. But I say play Kyrie and wait for an injury report because Luka could very well be out. Or Kyrie could be out. Yeah. Go to back to back. When's your next? That also makes me feel good because Denver's Denver's gonna shice on this injury report. Yeah, I'm taking Brooklyn. I feel better about Brooklyn. Yeah, and then they go to Madison Square Garden on what's today Tuesday. So they play and they play Thursday against the Knicks. That's where I think Luca will turn into. I mean, be Luca do Luca things, and like Kyrie gets his tonight against Brooklyn. So <laughs> everybody's looking ahead to the next game. I mean, it's Madison Square Garden. Everybody loves playing there, right? Luca gave the Knicks sixty before. Yeah. See, there you go. And I think that might be a national TV game as well on TNT again. So maybe we see Dallas on back to back national TV games. But yeah, Kyrie's my favorite play. Lean towards the over. Anything else for this game? Um, mm, get a Claxton rebounds prop. We almost oh yeah, at, that's a good. We call. almost went past through there. Let me get a Claxton rebounds prop. He's he should dominate the board today, especially with no lively. What's this? Uh, that is at eleven and a half right now. Mm, I'm not worried. He can get 13, 14. Let's see what he's done against the Mavericks. Um, Last played him, um, what, almost a year and a half ago in 2022. November 7, 2022, he had 14 rebounds in that game. 10 points and 14 rebounds, but hasn't played him since then. So, yeah, I think I do like that there as well. That's a good call. All right, let's go, Terrell, anything else for this game? No, let's go. All right, next game on the board, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are in Chicago to take on the Bulls. Bulls are currently catching five points as a home underdog. Their uh, total is set at 216 and a half. 
looking at the injury report for both of these teams for the Minnesota Timberwolves, Jalen Clark is going to be out for this game. For the Chicago Bulls, guys that are probable is Kobe White, uh, Dallin Terry, and Torrey Craig, who's been out for a little bit. He is upgraded to probable. Questionable is Alex Caruso. He is dealing with a left abductor strain. And we know Zach Levine uh, is, I believe, done for the season uh, for the Chicago Bulls and possibly played his last game for the Chicago Bulls. Also, Patrick Williams is going to be out for this game as well. Um, Minnesota laying five points here on the road in Chicago here. Terrell, what are you thinking about the spread? Um, can Chicago get up for one game at home? Because we know Memphis is one of the best defenses in the league. They've been really, really good on defense this entire year. But Minnesota. Um, yeah, Minnesota. But they oh man, is Minnesota struggling to score the basketball? Like, do they they really and that's what makes it nervous betting them laying points on the road and why they're as a favorite, they're really not even covering the spread that effectively 19, 18, and two. And it's because they have an inept ability to not be able to score the basketball. Like it's like they go out there and they're actually trying to not score sometimes. And so and maybe it's because they don't have to, because you have games like the previous game where you're only allowing 90 points, so you only need to put up 111. You only need to try to put up 111, and you're still winning by 21. <sighs> Something in my gut is telling me to take Chicago here. Something telling me that this is going to be that day that Minnesota doesn't know how to score on the road. Give me a Minnesota team total under. Okay. I like Chicago plus five and a half, but give me Minnesota team total under. Someone's just telling me this is going to be the day that Minnesota's not going to be able to score on the road. And that this Chicago defense, while they're not nothing to write hold mom about, but they they can they they can match up pretty well. And they can have they can have their moments. Uh Caruso is still questionable. Yeah, he's questionable for this game. And that's the hesitation that I do have. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up the if Caruso plays, I feel way better about it. But if he doesn't, then of course I'm not gonna feel as good. But I think this is a I think this is a get up spot for the Bulls who really, really need a quality win. Like they really need that that wake up and hey, because last five games lost to the Lakers, you beat Portland, lost to Toronto, you beat Charlotte, you lost to Sacramento. Like nothing there feels good. It's actually this on again, off again, and winning, losing games, and not really being able to find a rhythm. I'll just say they find a rhythm this game. So I'll take Chicago. Kind of a gut call, to be honest. But Chicago plus five and a half. Minnesota team total under. I think Minnesota's going to struggle to score today. So um, the Chicago Bulls defensive rating with Alex Caruso in 43 games this season, 115.6, and they're giving up around 110.7. Uh, mm-hmm. Allowing teams to shoot forty six point seven percent, and then without Alex Caruso, that defensive rating goes up to one twenty point nine, allowing around two and a half more points per game, one thirteen point one. So definitely worse without, not uh, not significantly worse, but they are worse without obviously without their best defensive mm-hmm. player, Alex Caruso. Um. So Wolves, I mean, Wolves is another team that if you take a look at their home and road splits, um, 
like the Denver Nuggets, it's there's a night and day difference. So at home this season, Minnesota is 19 and five straight up, 13, 10 and one against the spread. On the road this season, 16 and 10 straight up, but just 12 and 14 against the spread here as well. So I'll lean with the home dog here as well. I like taking those home dogs here. But again, this is another game where I think I like the under in this game, like you mentioned here. I, I think that Chicago uh-huh. will struggle to score because, like you said, Minnesota is one of the better defenses this uh-huh. season. Um, and I think this is going to be a game where, taking a look at pace, like these aren't the fastest teams either. Chicago is below league average when it comes to pace. Minnesota is bottom five as well. Um, so I, I would look towards the under 216 and a half in this game. Player props, what are you looking at? All right. If Minnesota loses, I got to think that Ant's not going to have a good day. I like Vucevic, though. Okay. I saw somebody, I think Adam said something about Vucevic in the chat. Yeah, I do like Vucevic today. I think Vucevic has the arsenal where he can kind of fuck with Rudy Gobert a little bit. It, Adam's talking about him being able to stretch the floor, pull Rudy Gobert out of the paint. Yeah, Vucevic might hit a few threes today. I also think that just offensively, Rudy Gobert is more of a guy that, hey, I'm looking for these smaller guards. I'm looking for these other guys kind of drive down into the lane. But uh, when you give somebody that is comparable to him in size and that has an offensive bag around the rim that they can post up, they can give you a hook shot, they can do all this stuff, Vucevic has been able to do that. So I, I'm going to take Vucevic points over i think that he's gonna have a pretty solid game today and uh that threes i may be interested in threes probably because adam makes a good point about the him being able to stretch the floor so if he gets going from outside from three then it's gonna be a good day um let's see what his three point prop is if it's one and a half which it more than likely will be let's see here um Oh, his half is at minus two fifteen for Nikola Vucevic to make one, but I'll say this: Sue's got to be like plus one fifty or something like that. Yeah, he's hit at least two three pointers against the Timberwolves in five straight games. Um, has Nikola Vucevic? Um, I will mention this because I'm um, I'm not going to be betting it because this player is my kryptonite. I know Zion is one of your guys, but Rudy Gobert rebounds against the Bulls has been really good. Um, last three games, 13 rebounds, 19 rebounds, 20 rebounds, and 19 rebounds for um, Rudy Gobert against the Bulls. Again, I'm not betting it because when I do bet it, he's probably going to end up with five rebounds, but I'll throw that uh, number out there for you guys that he's done a really good job of rebounding the basketball um, against the uh, Chicago Bulls. Um, there's one more I was looking at. Completely just went over my head, but um, yeah, I can't think of it right now. All right, anything else for this game? Nope, I'm good. So, all right, let's get over to the last game of the night. I believe here we got the Oklahoma City Thunder. No, we got more. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. My bad, I forgot to do the banner on that. Um, oh yeah, we got Bucks and uh, Suns. I forgot to do that. All right. Let's get over to the Thunder. They are in Utah here tonight, Salt Mm -hmm. Lake City, to take on the Jazz. Currently, as it stands, the Thunder are a three-point road favorite here with a total of 240 in this game. 
Um, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, let's start here with the OKC Thunder. Uh, they will be without Isaiah Joe in this game. Uh, and guys that are questionable, it's a pretty long list. So both Jalen Williams are questionable here today. Uh, Kaysen Wallace is also questionable for this game. And Lindy Waters III is also questionable for this game. So uh, keep that in mind. So the significant pieces, I guess I should say, is Isaiah Joe out. And then both Jalen Williams are questionable. For the Utah Jazz, pretty clean injury report. Everybody that's on there is either on G League assignment or two-way contract. So this team is a full goal are the Utah Jazz. Jazz catching three points here, Terrell against the Oklahoma City Thunder, which I believe this is the third matchup between these two teams this season. But uh, let me pull those numbers up while you give your handicap up. Yeah, no, it's, it is the third matchup. OKC leads the series 2 nothing now. They got 134-120 win in OKC and then a 134 and 129 win in Utah. And so they were able to go out there and handle business, get the dub, both of those two games. And I basically expect this game to go. I'm trying to figure out why the total is at 240 and a half and going down. And I assume that it's going to be because OKC is playing a lot better defensively than they were playing in those matchups. You look at OKC, the past three games defensively, they're giving up 111 points per game. That is uh, out right outside the top 10, 11th in the NBA during that past three game span. They're starting to figure things out a little bit more. They're getting healthier again, getting some of their guys back. And I think that this is an opportunity where we might need to take a rare Utah under here with just me thinking that this is going to be OKC just kind of cleaning the clock of Utah. And I understand hard for me to fade Utah as a dog, but it's hard for me to fade SGA and Shea as well. And I think that this just might be a matchup where OKC is just a better team. They had the more consistent offensive options. They're starting to find their rhythm defensively where they're not letting teams go out there and score 120 points per game. And if this Utah team isn't scoring 120 points, they're not really winning the game, to be honest. They're actually outside of the game. You look at what they did, 123 to 108 against Milwaukee. 127 and to 124 and a loss against Philadelphia, 118-103 loss to the New York Knicks, 114-147 loss to the Brooklyn Nets, and then you got a 134-122 to win against the Charlotte Hornets in the past three games. It's like, you know, outside of that Philly game, really, like, if they're not scoring 120 points, they're not winning the game because they're giving up so much and they can't win a defensive game. So if I think that this OKC team – who's woken up defensively, being able to challenge this Utah team and make it tough on them, make them force them into bad shots and really drive that field goal percentage down. And I think that this OKC team is going to have enough to be able to cover three. So I like OKC minus three on the road here. I, I am hesitant, but I have a lane to the under 240 half here. I understand how the first two games went. I think the third time is the charm. I'm going for the under in this game here. Yeah, I, I initially like the over uh, in this game, and now it's making me nervous that this number has fell about three points, three and a half points since the opening number because it was at two forty three last night, down to two forty. Um, you mentioned it that defensively, that seems like OKC has been able to figure it out. They are number nine in defensive rating over the last five games, um, where the Utah Jazz are the second worst defensive rated team. Over the last five games, they also have a negative uh, net rating over the last five games of minus 
5.1 for the Utah Jazz. Um, and there's just sometimes that a team just has your number and just feels like this Thunder team, even if you want to go back prior to this season, that they've done really well against this Utah Jazz team. And um, um, so going back to the 2021 season, uh, the Thunder against this Utah Jazz team, they are, let's see here, 8-1 uh, and one against the spread. They're averaging close to 120 points per game against this Utah Jazz team. So um, I know there was a slump where the OKC Thunder, their offense was not what we're mm-hmm. used to seeing. I know that last game went into double overtime against the Toronto Raptors where the number may be a little inflated, but they were able to against, uh, against Charlotte. They were able to figure it out. And again, like I mentioned, this Jazz team, um, second worst defensive rated team over the last five games. So I think they should have some success on the offensive side here. And like you mentioned, led by SGA in this game. So I like the Thunder team total over in this game, leading towards the Thunder side here as well. Um, player props, what are you looking at here, Terrell? Shay. I'm trusting Shay. Trust Shay. Hey, J Dub's back in the lineup. I'm taking J Dub again, man. Hopefully, the injury thing didn't really too much rust, but if J Dub's back in the lineup, I'm taking J Dub again. He's been really, really good. And I just feel like they're going to disrespect his line at 17 and a half or something like that. And he's a 20 point per game score at this point. Uh, let's see. You don't see Jalen Williams listed just yet. SGA is at 32 and a half. Um, but I think that if you do like SGA, wait for that Jalen Williams news that if he does get ruled in Jay, or sorry, uh, Shay's points probably will drop a mm-hmm. little bit. I think something similar to what we saw yesterday where Maxi, I believe was at 29 and a half. Uh, and then once Tobias got ruled in, he dropped it 27 and a half, but Quickly, over the last six games for SGA against the Jazz, points-wise, 33, 39, 38, 22, 30, and 31. So he's almost Uh pretty much walking into 30 points against his Utah Jazz team. Right now it's at 32.5, minus 130, currently over our friends over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, I think I like Chet uh, over 2.5 blocks as well. Not sold there, but I think. See what he's done against the Jazz this season. Um, 16 points, 15 points, and then two blocks and four blocks in the two games this season against the Utah Jazz. Um, I want to see how Lori has done. I feel like either his rebounds are something that intrigues me or his points and rebounds to go over. So this season, so three straight games, he's had a double-double against his Thunder team. Um, dating back to last season, 43-10, and 20-10 and 10 this season, and then 26-10. and 10. So if you want to get on his rebounds here tonight or just play his double-double, uh, I think that's a good look here as well for Laurie. Josh Giddy. Are we, backing, uh, are we backing Josh hit Giddy in the house that Carl Malone built again? Uh, he almost had that triple-double the last time, man. Hey, man, he really almost gave the triple-double it. I might have to bet Josh Giddy today. Freaking creep. So, another player. He had um, twenty. He had twenty ten and six. And Carl. Yeah, Malone. he's had a a he's double double. One, two, what a three, four games. Disgusting little creature. What's his double double? Let's. I don't remember. It was like seven one that game. Damn. I know. Uh, I was. See. I was staring at it. Uh, Josh Giddy's double double is at Giddy 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 Giddy. What? They don't have Giddy listed. Yeah, I don't see it listed. What? That's Maybe weird. That should build. Oh, now we absolutely have to play that today. Yeah, let's just build it here real quick before we get to the last game. Let's see here. Uh, 
same game parlay. All right. Uh, so Giddy points. Where's Josh Giddy? God, Lee, they don't have. All right, I'll try to do this when we do our lock and dog, but I don't even see his points listed to build. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right. Anyways, anything else for this game? Nope. I'm good. All right. Last game of the night. Probably the game of the night here. These last two games are going to be fun to watch. So hopefully you guys stay up late. Uh, we've got the Milwaukee Bucks. They are in uh, Phoenix here tonight to take on the Suns. Suns are currently a 2021 finals rematch. Yes. The rematch of the finals from a few seasons ago. Right now, the Suns are a three and a half point home favorite in this game with a total of 243 and a half. Looking at the injury report, let's start here with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, guys that are questionable, Dame and Brooke Lopez. Uh, Brooke Lopez is personal reasons, and Damian Lillard is dealing with a left ankle sprain. Uh, Andre Jackson Jr. is probable, and Giannis is probable for this game here as well. For the Phoenix Suns, clean injury report. Bradley Beal is available. Only player on their injury report listed is Damian Lee, who is recovering from right meniscus surgery. So pretty healthy squads here for the rematch uh, between these two teams. Um, to start with the side, Suns laying three and a half points against the Milwaukee Bucks. <sighs> Do we just keep fading up? Is that where this is at? Where we just kind of just I mean they be, they've been better defensively. You didn't give them that much, but like I saw <laughs> the fourth quarter of the Jazz game. I don't know yeah. if you saw the fourth quarter of the I Jazz did. game, but like it, it it turned out exactly how a Doc Rivers game would turn out. And so the question is here. Are you fading Doc? Like, is this really just a fade of Doc? And that he, there's no way he has his team ready right now. Um, yeah, I think they're kind of going through that adjustment period of Doc Rivers, quote unquote, implementing his offensive and uh, defensive, you know, strategies or game plan, whatever you want to call it. But the Bucks in their last ten road games, Terrell one and nine against the spread. I'm taking. I'm taking Phoenix. I just don't trust. I, they've been better defensively, but I just off every. I think everything better is with Phoenix right now. I think and Phoenix is playing better basketball right now. Like I, and I understand why they're laying three and a half. Yeah, and so I think that this they have so many offensive weapons in the starting lineup, not really the bench, but in the starting lineup where it can actually really, really mess with Milwaukee a bunch. And so I'm sitting here, Phoenix three. Three and two, their last five games that lost to Atlanta and that lost in uh, Orlando, coming back home from a road trip. Pretty long road trip here for Milwaukee. This is the fifth game. They went to Denver, went to Portland, went to Dallas, went to Utah. Now you're down in Phoenix for this fifth game. I think it's just a kind of a tired spot. And they really haven't found any. You got three of the four losses. Yeah, three. you lost three or four. During this trip, you lost three or four. The only win that you got was in Dallas, and Dallas blew that game to you in the fourth quarter like you just went and blew to Utah. So I can't get four quarters of good basketball from you. Yeah, I'm just going to take Phoenix. Yeah, I think that the reason I did fade the 
Mavericks on Saturday, and I did play the Bucks in that game, which me and Terrell, I mean, me and Scott talked about yesterday that they were down by 25 points after that first quarter, and they found their way to come back because they were playing against a bad defense. But this this squad for this Phoenix Suns seemed like they're healthy. They're finally starting to click on all cylinders. They're number four in offensive rating over the last five games. Milwaukee's up there, too, at number 10. But uh, defensively, like you mentioned, they've improved as well. They're, they're creeping up into that top 10 uh you know, uh, top 10 best defensive rated teams over the last five games. I said, well, they're just right there at number 11 and they have a plus 7.5 um, rating over the last five games as well. So I think for the Bucks, I mean, like you mentioned, like it's Doc Rivers in the fourth quarter They're He's still probably trying to figure out his rotations and how he wants to play some of these guys and the minutes allocations and things like that for guys like Giannis and, and things like that as well. So, I think I'm on the Phoenix side here as well. I think I like the Phoenix Suns team total over in this game here as well. But what are your thoughts on the total at 243.5? Yeah. Um, let's go over. Let's go over. All right. Are we no, we're What are the odds that Giannis and KD go up against each other and we get exactly what we think we're going to get? Um, it never happens like that. It never happens. Whenever we get the marquee game, we never get. Give me the under. Okay. That call. Give me the under. All right. This isn't gonna be as. This isn't gonna be as good as we want it to be. Um, the Bucks. Yeah, they trend towards the under in their road games, and I think. Um, let me go back here. So. One, two, three, eight of their last ten road games have gone under the total as well for the Milwaukee Bucks. So keep that in mind if you're betting the total in this game. Um, player props, what are we looking at? All right. I think I like Giannis rebounds Okay. today. I think that this is a game where Giannis is pretty active and he's running around the court 24-7. So his rebounds prop is at 10.5. I think he, can, he should be able to get to 12. So I, I like that today. Uh... Do we go back to the Middleton under assist wagon? Especially if oh Dame is questionable, so even if Dame if Dame doesn't play in this game, then that number is only going to go up. But he's at eight. It's like you eight. Was it five and a half right now? You said yes, at five and a half at even money, basically. Yeah, he's at eight assists uh, exactly in three of the last four games. Oh, this might be the time to get back on the wagon. I'm not going to do it, but I'm I'm staring at it. I'm considering it. I'm not going to do it. I like Giannis, though. Giannis on the boards, 100%. Okay. Um, anything else for player props? I also got mm-hmm. Devin Booker on his points prop here tonight. Because if you want to play this backcourt, of the Bucks that can't play a lot of defense. I kind of want to play Beals under after Washington. And just says he goes back to being uh, Phoenix Bradley Beal. Like, this is just a pure fate of Bradley Beal. He goes out there, has an amazing game against Washington, has the revenge game of all revenge games. Honestly, truly, when we talk about revenge games, we should show Bradley Beal tape. That was the revenge game of all revenge games. 100%. That is the Hopefully tape that Kyrie's we watching that today. I doubt it. <laughs> so I think it's only right that we play Beal under 19 and a half today. Like there's no shot. 
there's no shot that he 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 gets going like that again anywhere close. He probably finishes with 15. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And it's correlated, right? Because last game, Devin Booker, he only got up 11 shots, and they were deferring to Bradley um, Beal because Bradley, Bradley Beal was Beale. going. Yeah, yeah. Even Kevin yeah. Grant, you know, back in the city where he was born in D.C., so Devin Booker to the back seat in that game. Uh, he yeah. only got up 11 shots, so I think Devin Booker, game Devin Booker over back. and Bradley Beal under. That's how we yeah. play it. All right. Um, and then you mentioned Giannis's rebounds. Yeah, I, I definitely cannot argue against that either. Um, against the Suns in his career, he last two games at least, he's had 13 rebounds, 11 rebounds. Um and again, if Brooke Lopez is, he's questionable today with personal reasons. So that's another big man. They won't have rebounding here tonight as well. So do like that look. All right. Anything else for this game, Troll? Nope. I'm good. All right. That was the last game on the Tuesday card here. Uh, let's get into our lock and dog uh, for this game. And then we'll put together our underdog fantasy entry here for tonight here. You want to lead us off? All right. For my lock. I've been playing a lot of unders recently, Moon off. I've realized that. I've been on a lot of unders in the team totals recently. And it's kind of been backing two teams, Minnesota and Orlando. Oh, wait, no, Memphis too as well. I've really been Memphis and Orlando with a dash of Minnesota as well. Miami, Orlando, under 212. going to go ahead and lock that in as my lock. I don't think either one of these two teams is going to even try offensively, but they're going to put all their effort on the defensive side of uh, the basketball. I think this is going to be an ugly game. A lot of turnovers. Not expecting to see many fast break points. Slow pace. Both teams struggle to get 100. So under 212. For my dog. Is it Chicago? I think so. I think it's Chicago. All right. Uh oh man, is it really Chicago? I mean, they they're so up and down. They've I mean they continue to be up and down. They lose every other game, so they just had a loss. They're due for a win now. If we go by that mindset, they never really can get into go into a rhythm. And Alice Caruso could play. And if Alice Caruso plays, the defense is going to go up tremendously. And if you're telling me that I'm going to have a defensive struggle of a game and I have to bank on Minnesota scoring on the road, yeah, I'm fine fading that. Give him Chicago on the money line, plus 170. They get it done and knock off one of the top teams in the West. All right. Um Give you a second here, just responding to something. All right, uh, let's go. All right, for my lock, I think the Knicks just roll, man. It's a big number, but we talk, we spent a lot of time on that game talking about who's playing for this game and where they're coming from. But so there's two plays I like in this game. You see the Knicks on the spread, or it's either Josh Hart rebounds and assists to go over. Um, 13 and a half or, or that it's either Shangoon's rebounds and or points and rebounds to go over. I really like Shangoon here tonight as well. Um, you know what? I'm going to go points and rebounds for Shangoon. Yeah. Over 32 and a half. I'll throw out a Homer pick, but I just do think that he's an advantageous matchup here tonight uh, against the Pacers in a game. That's 
that total now is out up to two forty four trail from since we talked about it. So they're doing their book. There's money coming in on the over. And I think the books are expecting uh-huh. to see points in this game here as well. So I'll go Shangun points and rebounds over thirty two and a half for my dog. Um, I really want to play the Nets, but go for it. Yeah, let's go Nets. Give me the money line for the Nets plus one thirty. Um, I know Luca and Kyrie at one of the two at least will play in this game. Maybe Luca takes a night off here, but I think there's a spot on national TV as a home dog. I think the Brooklyn Nets do get up for this game. Um, relatively healthy squad for the Brooklyn Nets here as well. And I still I still don't trust the Dallas Mavericks defensively. Uh, I know last night they were only they only held the Sixers to 100 and what 203 points last night, but uh-huh. that was just a really bad shooting night. And Maxi was absolutely. He was getting robbed in that game. He had three fouls in that first quarter for uh, Sixers in that game. Um, And that kind of just disrupted their offense. But I think the Brooklyn Nets, whether it's Mikael Bridges, Ben Simmons is playing tonight as well. I didn't see him on the injury report, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, man, he's been doing pretty well in the limited minutes. Ben Tennyson. Yeah, he's he's been doing pretty well. So, um, yeah, give me the Brooklyn Nets plus 130 on the money line as my dog here for tonight. Um, kind of on brand with SGPN fading Dallas teams, at least on the NBA side for the Mavericks. So I'll do that. All right, Terrell, we got some beef, man. We had the contest that we were running uh, for the underdog within the network. Do you want to take a guess on how many signups we got with our underdog promo code from our listeners and fans? Zero. You are correct. So I'm a little bit bitter. So I'm going to give you the stage here and call out like our. Yes. They, don't like they just it's don't cool. like us. I don't know. Well, cool. I guess since we're right. nice guys, we'll still put together an entry here. But uh, if you haven't already signed up, make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN. Um, you get your first deposit bonus of up to $100. And right now, this is a good time to get in. I'll tell you why. Because Underdog is giving away a million dollars in uh, Underdog fantasy credits or money, whatever you want to call it, um, on Super Bowl Sunday. So you could probably get a piece of some of that money that they're going to be throwing out there for Super Bowl Sunday. So now is the time that you probably want to sign up. Use that promo code NBASGPN. You'll get an additional $100, um, up to $100. To use that promo code, and who knows, you may be one of the lucky ones uh, to get uh, some money from Underdog Fantasy on Super Bowl Sunday. All right, um, where do we want right. to start here? So go I've Devin already Booker? put. I've actually, I've actually kind of crafted our lineup already. All right, there so we go. Go ahead. We have your Alfred Shingun play thirty-two and a half points and rebounds higher. Okay. We have Devin Booker higher twenty-eight and a half points. Okay. And then I went ahead and added Chet Holgram higher two and a half blocks. You said he had four and two in the previous two games prior against the Utah. And I think Utah with Colin Sexton, with John Collins, with Jordan Clarkson, you know, you see Keontae George, like you see the theme that we're going here. A bunch of people that like to drive and, and score inside of the paint. I think Chet's going to have opportunity to get blocks today. So two and a half blocks, I feel good for Chet today. Higher. All right, there we go. So, Terrell making it easy for me at least. Um, all right, we'll go Shane Goon higher 32 and a half points and rebounds. Devin Booker higher 28 and a half points, and Chet Holmgren higher two and a half blocks. That $20 entry going three for three. 
will get you a return of $120 currently over on Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN. Get us on the board. Someone, someone get us on the board at least. Uh, sign up. If you already have signed up, grab your significant other, uncle, aunt, cousin, sister, brother, coworker, whoever the case might be. Just make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN. Um, yesterday, I mentioned before we wrap up here that we are ever so close, Terrell, to 2,000 subscribers. Oh, you want to take a guess on how many we need to get 2,000 as it stands right now? What? We're that close? I feel like I looked the other day and we were at like 56. Like, yeah, I think we were at 1,560 or something like that. I feel like that's the last thing I saw. So where are we at? We need one subscription to the what? NBA Gambling no way. YouTube channel. No way. 999 is what I am looking at right now. I'm about to go get us one subscriber right now. One subscription away from hitting 2,000. Let me just refresh. Hey, bro, go subscribe to my podcast, NBA Gambling (laughs) Podcast on YouTube. I need one more for 2,000. Look, there it is, 2,000. We just hit it live. There we go. See, look. See? They thought I was yelling at somebody on the other side of the door. I was actually yelling at our listeners now because I knew one person that was listening was not subscribed. Appreciate y'all. Silent Rain says he was I was 99 and somebody was number 2,000. Yeah. So appreciate you guys. 2,000 subscribers uh, for the NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. But hey, we're still on audio form. Don't forget the podcast. If you are, are listening to this on Apple or Spotify, make sure you subscribe to the feed as well. Leave us a rating and review if you haven't done so already. But again, appreciate everybody that now has uh, subscribed to the NBA Gambling Podcast YouTube channel. 2,000 subscribers for us. Uh, Terrell, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Nope. Let's go. All right. Make sure to follow Terrell on Instagram and uh, on X at Ridley underscore underscore. Follow me there at SportsNerd824. Terrell and Scott will be back tomorrow for the Wednesday card. Till then, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, get it, get it.